AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome to Carefully Reckless, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. And just like that, we're back on the air. Welcome back to yet another Carefully Reckless episode with your girl, Jess Hilarious. Now, listen, I'm going to dive into this shit because I was going to do it last week. But the episode I wanted to give to you guys last week was more so about my mom and your mothers and all the women who are superheroes to the world because they need praise every day. I want to touch on something different this week because I wanted to give it time. But the more time that I gave this shit, the worse things got. Okay, so nobody is a stranger to the fact that Kevin Samuels died. We just lost Kevin Samuels almost two weeks ago. I'm a little upset about it because this man is now gone. He's not here anymore. He is now deceased. And this shit happened so abruptly. And it was honestly out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Like we actually saw him post a video a day before. He was just live a day or two before he was pronounced dead. And the fact that no one actually gives a fuck about him dying is What really baffles me, how super insensitive this world has become. Now, last season of Carefully Reckless, I spoke about how we've all been desensitized and how death is just like not even as important or not even as shocking as it used to be to us because it happens more often and people will care one minute and one minute they won't. If someone dies on a Monday, the grieving of it is short-lived. Mourning is short-lived. You know what I mean? Especially nowadays, you know, unless it's like a big, huge star that everyone loved or whatever. But if you were known for doing anything wrong or bad in your life these days, when you die, you will be talked about for that shit they didn't like you for. For those who are not familiar with Kevin Samuels, Kevin Samuels, he was an image consultant. He started his YouTube channel back in 2015 and he basically like gave advice to men about women. And and then he later started giving advice to women, you know, about men. Back in 2017, he kind of went viral. He did a video explaining 15 things that men should have, which included tailor suits and a sense of humor and, you know, all those type of things. You know, he actually gave pretty good advice to men. In my opinion, I watched a few of his lives, a few of his videos and stuff. He rose to popularity in 2021, following several viral moments capturing segments from his online show in which he would offer dating consultations that would often turn into berating lectures, (laughs) you know, and 
a lot of people, more often than not, disagreed with his tactics and the way that he talked to women. You know, he came off a lot of times misogynistic and narcissistic and very manipulative and all those types of things that would easily classify him as a broken male. And some even thought that he was gay and, oh, he don't like women and he must be hurt and this, that, and the other. How I looked at Kevin Samuels was just how I look at a lot of these females, one being myself. I used to do this a lot. We constantly bitch about men. Yeah, we bitch. We bitch about what men don't do, what men do do, what men don't do enough and how we don't like broke niggas and how, you know, and not speaking for every woman, not even speaking for myself. I'm just being the voice of women out there. You know, a lot of y'all out there, I don't want to fuck with no broke niggas and you ain't got your shit together. You know, I don't want to, you know, so he was that same person in male form speaking about women. He didn't like broke bitches. Damn. Obviously, you know, he had a problem with women having all these fucking demands and, and we ain't even got our lives right. But we can make those demands for men. Men got to have their shit together and vice versa. I just felt as if a lot of people came down on him for doing the same shit that us women do to men. Like everybody has a voice of somebody. Everybody has somebody that they look up to. There's all types of people out there. Like Meg Thee Stallion may be the voice for the women who don't want to fuck with the broke guys and shit and who don't want to date, you know, a nine to five man or whatever, what have you, whatever her preferences are. She puts it through her music and she makes these songs that women deem as their anthems. Like the whole fucking Summer Walker album is an anthem right now. I can relate to her, her album. Still over it, that album, that last album that she dropped still resonates with me. And that's a no skip album. You can literally play that whole fucking album without skipping a song and you will feel each and every song because you've been through this shit. If you're not going through it now, you've been through it. So she's the voice for a lot of women. Kevin Samuels was the voice for like your futures, your bow wows, your gunners, your, your young thugs, your, your different men who have these issues with women. And rightfully so, they have a voice as well. And Something has to be causing this fucking behavior. Everybody can't be a Russell Wilson. Kevin Samuels wouldn't be the voice for a Russell Wilson. Maybe a Steve Harvey would be a voice for a Russell Wilson. Everybody has their mentors and their role models and the people that they look up to and shit like that. Kevin Samuels was an image consultant. He was a life coach for a lot of men. <laughs> you know what I mean? And that's fine. That's fine. That's okay. And that's why a lot of women hated him. Because he told them bitches about themselves. Now, mind you. He never shoved this shit down y'all throat. A lot of these women will go to his lives knowing what the fuck he's capable of saying, knowing what his tactics are, knowing this shit, and still would proceed to ask him for advice. People would get mad at the advice that he gives them, come back the next week and come on a fucking show again. And then y'all badmouth him, even in his death. First of all, I didn't even really believe that it was true. Blogs didn't even want to post it until about two days later that this man had died. The first blog I saw it on was the Jasmine brand. Shout out to the Jasmine brand. They are um, a very positive blog. One of the very few positive blogs on social media right now. But that's where I saw it first. I'm like, damn, I didn't even believe it because they were the only blog that had it up for like a day before anyone else had grabbed it and posted it. And then I go to his page. I see that he was just on live. Just and I'm like, damn, how the fuck did this man die? Like, he was healthy as an ox. He worked out. He, You know what I'm saying? Like, I found out a lot about him and shit. Like, he was very healthy. Turns out 
he died on top of a woman. He died having sex. I mean, so we know the nigga ain't gay, you know, no, he wasn't gay and shit. Like I said, I've never even thought he was gay. I just thought that, you know, maybe he was hurt in his past and, you know, he just got off on telling bitches about they self, you know, but he died on top of a woman. Now, this woman is actually one of the women that was on his show before. He and the woman had probably been intimate before or whatever. And um, he just died on top of you. There is something fishy going on. I do believe that she had something to do with this man's death. This is carefully reckless. And and I'm going to say what the fuck I feel. I feel like she had everything to do with this man dying. I don't know exactly what she did. But just like the cliche thing that we always say, what happens in the dark will come to the light. She probably didn't even really mean for the nigga to die, but she had got into it with him a few days prior on his show. And then you go and meet up with him and now he's dead. Like y'all were seen beefing and shit. This shit is crazy. Hold up, hold up. I know this shit getting good, but listen to just a couple seconds of a commercial. If you love me, you'll listen. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work. In traffic, so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It doesn't matter how much bad advice y'all feel that he gave these women and how much of a monster y'all felt that he was to women and all of that shit. The man lost his life. He died. His life was taken, matter of fact. I'm not going to say he lost his life. He obviously was murdered, but his life was taken away from him. He is dead now. And then you got, like, celebrities coming forward, saying bad shit, adding insult to injury. You got preachers. Matter of fact, a Baltimore preacher, Jamal Bryant, gets his ass in a pulpit and preach to his church bad things about the dead. Is that not a sin? Are you fucking crazy? You fucking hypocrite. Like, that shit pissed me off. You fucking mutt. How dare you? That's what I'm saying, yo. A lot of these fellowships, a lot of these churches, a lot of these congregations, I'm telling you, these people are going to lead a lot of their people to hell. There's so many things that can be said about Jamal Bryant's ass and he's going to get up in a pulpit and, and speak bad on a dead man. This man has a family. Just because a lot of people didn't love him and he was, you know, well-hated online does not mean he didn't have people that loved him. He has family. 
He has parents. I don't know if he got kids, but I know he got aunts, uncles, cousins and shit. Just because everybody online hated him does not mean his family did. He had friends. Everybody got somebody that loved them. And for you to sit up in a pulpit and, and lead your people in this manner and his members are just cheering him on and yes, yes, yes. Bitch, who, sit down. Because this whole, I wouldn't even have felt right. How can you even feel right doing that shit? That shit pissed me off so bad. Like, ugh. And then I'm going through comments when all the blogs finally did post that he had passed. And, you know, I'm going through comments and these people are just being so insensitive. Like, I seen a comment that said, oh, now my boyfriend can't send me his toxic-ass videos no more. What? This man is dead. He, he's gone. He's not even fucking coming back. And that's what you have to say. Seriously? You know, I seen another comment that said, rest in peace, but woo child, we needed this one. What? What the fuck? This man had feelings. This man had a life. He was in three failed marriages, but I mean, I know his ex-wives are feeling some type of pain. He was still a person. He was 56 years old. And it was said that he had died from cardiac arrest. I believe that that lady probably fucking poisoned this man. Just something. I, you know, I don't know. But something happened and it wasn't right. And for Vivica A. Fox to call his death karma. Like, bitch, you fucked up in your head. Like, and look, I got the utmost respect for my elders, for the people before me, for, you know, whether you're a celebrity or not, for my elders. That lady, she's grown. And she is a legend, and I get it. But, bitch, you are fucked up in your head to say some shit like that. Somebody's death is karma? Who the fuck did he kill? I mean, that would be the only way I would deem it necessary to be talking about his death was karma if he killed someone. Like, goddamn. Yo, I'm telling you, yo, that shit just don't even sit right with me. How the fuck can somebody even say some shit like that? She goes on her show, Cocktails with Queens. You know, shout out to Fox Soul. It's a, it's a very nice show. And she says that shit. She also says, I didn't find anything about him to be healing. He insulted African-American women on a consistent basis. And so for that, he deserved to die? She said, this man was a hypocrite, in my honest opinion. He really was. I get it, but God damn, baby. People are just so evil. People are so insensitive. You know what I'm saying? And that also plays a part and today's trolling and how somebody can just literally feel like they can say anything to anybody nowadays, you know? Nobody has feelings anymore. However, I'm going to keep that man's family and my prayers. I'm going to say it here and now. God rest your soul, Kevin. God rest your soul. Sorry you had to be taken out like that. And no one deserves to lose their life. Literally no one. If you love me, you'll listen to this commercial. And then we'll be right back. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man 
take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. In other news, I know that y'all saw the first episode of Couples Retreat. I'm on there. I'm one of the the new couples. Daniel is accompanying me. And it's a lot of mixed feelings in doing something like that. People would ask me, yo, was you nervous? Are you nervous? Like, when we watched it Monday, like, prior to watching it, like, all my friends were like, yo, are you nervous? Like, what happened? Like, what, you know, like, do you not want to watch it? Do you want to watch it? Listen, I'm going to be honest with y'all, just let y'all in on a vulnerable part of me. I was scared as shit to watch it while we filmed it, because we filmed it last year in September. I was, like, hesitant in even going there to film it because I'm like, wow, I'm actually letting people in on my personal, personal life. I mean, I know that y'all have seen me in the past go public with relationships. And what I've learned in doing that is don't do that shit, (laughs) you know, but I'm crazy like that. And, you know, I love love, whether y'all can see it or not, whether y'all, you know, really, really know me. If y'all are my fans, y'all know that I love love. You know, I want to be married. I want to have kids. I want to. And a lot of times, you know, you get caught up in, in settling Because you feel like, when is it going to happen? And it's not happening fast enough for me. It's not, you know, and then every person you meet is something wrong with this person. or But it's going to be something wrong with everybody. But you have to actually really get to know a person and decide for yourself, am I up for this shit? Okay, I see this person has a problem with loving. You know, I see this person is like not even all the way together in their own head. Like they still have a lot of shit that they have to figure out for themselves before they can just get in a relationship. You know, you have to factor out all of those things before you want to just move forward, make it official with somebody and put a title on things because I don't date like I used to anymore. Like I don't date with the notion of breaking up. Like I, you know, A lot of times now, that's how people date. People date keeping their options open because they already feel like the shit might not work. That's not good. That's how we are as a people now. We date like that. I don't want to fucking date like that no more. I was dating like that all in my 20s. And I don't want to do that shit. And I'm not just saying it because I'm 30 now, but that's how I feel. And I am maturing. I'm growing. And and it's, it's a lot of growth there. So you guys have a lot of that in store for you on Couples Retreat. Make sure you tune in every Monday at 9, 8 central. And you guys can see a different side of Jess. You know, I'm not always hard up. I'm actually really soft. I'm very feminine. I do love love. I do have feelings. They do get hurt. I do sometimes pick the wrong people. And maybe I'm the wrong person at times for somebody else. But you know, all of that shit is living and all that shit is learning and all of that shit is living and learning in love. <laughs> you have to be able to be okay with making mistakes and, you know, don't be too hard on yourself. I'm very, very freaking hard on myself when it comes to feeling like I failed in another relationship. No one wants to keep on 
this relationship, that relationship, this relationship. Oh, let me meet someone new. Oh my God, I'm back to the streets. Like, I, you know, that shit is all cute and cool for social media memes and likes and all that shit and for reposts and all that. But in real life, that shit is not cool. Nobody wants to do that. Everybody wants to have that one person and, and those who don't. All right, more power to you. If you can handle more than one motherfucker, go ahead, you know, superhero, you know, because I can't do it and I don't want to do it. I just want that one person, my person. I just want one person. Everybody deserves to have their own person and belong to somebody and somebody belongs to you. And that person is your best friend. You're able to say, that's my man, but that's my nigga, man. That's my ride or die. Oh, that's my girl, but that's my chick, man. That's, I don't want to say my bitch, but you know, in lamest terms, that's my bitch, man. Like I can tell anything. We can lay in the bed. We can talk for hours and we fuck. Then we wake up. Then we go out. Then I go my way. You go your way. And and I'm going to miss you when you come back. You know what I mean? Just All of that shit, that's what I want. I don't want the glitz and glam all the time of a a fucking relationship. I want the problems with the shit too. But you got to be able to pick and choose which problems are worth you sticking around, worth your time, worth your sanity, because all that shit ain't worth it all the time. You can't be miserable. A a relationship can't be one-sided. You know, it's not fair. And you can't always think you can change somebody. They'll change. They'll change on their own. Maybe you ain't for them. Maybe you ain't the one to make them change, you know? And maybe they were put in your life for a different reason. You just got it mixed up, you know? We make mistakes like that too. And that's how you live and learn. And that is the end of this podcast today. Tune into Carefully Reckless every hump day. Tune into Reckless Discussions as well. It drops tonight at 7 p.m. And like I said, Couples Retreat every Monday on VH1, 9, 8 Central. And in my deepest pan voice, peace. Carefully Reckless is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast, and I had the opportunity to talk to one of Hollywood's major icons, Michael B. Jordan. In our conversation, Michael shares the highs, the lows, and everything in between, offering a genuine glimpse into his world. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. People give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia. And I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care and we'll see you there.